0: And <laughs> we're on. Oh, nice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Before we get started, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gray Mania Fitness. Gray Mania Fitness is a fitness slash personal training venture headed by Chris Gray. If you're looking to take part in a healthier lifestyle, want to get stronger or just need some help or motivation, contact Chris on either Gray Mania Fitness' Facebook or Instagram. Also, he's now offering online personal training and coaching. This can include monthly programs, nutritional advice, macros, weekly check-ins via FaceTime and constant 24-7 support to help you reach your motherfucking goals that's right if you've got goals he'll help you fucking reach them paul you got goals i like goals you like goals I don't have goals. Like it's football like goals or like hockey goals or ah, like fuck it all the goals. Just, just all the goals. All nah, the goals. Just all the goals. Ah, he's the same guy, anyway. <laughs> and just like last week, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Ambivist. These guys are a progressive rock band. They're up and coming, and they're from the great Scottish city of Glasgow. Make sure you catch those guys, listen to them on Spotify, and go straight to their Facebook. That is Ambivist. Just like I said last time, uh, you spell it how you say it. And if you can't spell, well, it's a good job you're tuned into this podcast, then eh? So just want to put out a special thank you from myself and Paul. Last episode um, has went well over 100 downloads, which uh, is absolutely fantastic. We hit that mark after just two days. So just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you to every single one of you guys who tuned in. Also to all those of you who gave us feedback. That feedback has been greatly received and um, it's all been very well constructive and Hopefully, we're we're making good progressive changes uh, to help you guys come through. Changes just like the tech industry. <laughs>
1: no, but seriously, we we really really appreciate like how well uh, the first episode was received, uh, and just like the amount of people who just felt the need to get in touch with us to to say you know how much they enjoyed it, or you know we could do this better and all that sort of stuff. But all that stuff's great, and we want to keep it coming. So. At the end of this one, we, we, we just want the same thing. Just fire us some messages. Um, if, and make sure you download it, obviously. 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 Can we get, to this? Can we get this one to 200 in oh. two days? Oh,
0: 200 in two days. Is that, is that actually a Make one? sure you share it with your friends then, all right? We need to I, hit 200 in two days. 200 in two days. You heard it here first, folks. Well, you're not going to hear it anywhere else, but you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyway, well. folks, this episode of the podcast is coming up right now. That
1: was shite, take that out. <laughs> so starting off with 4 phones, now we're talking about OLED screens here, we've seen them flat, we've seen them curved, last episode we've seen them rolled into a radiator. <laughs> Was that LG's TV? That's LG's TV <laughs> that for was you. Banging by the way. So this week we're talking about a foldable OLED display. Now, couple of examples that have been fired into the media recently: Huawei Mate X, Samsung Fold. There's mm. the Xiaomi one as well. I can never remember the name yet, though. I don't know if they've released um,
0: an official name of that. I don't them. think. They I have. think it's just leaks. I think the but one is a the cool name that I design. Heard,
1: the, the name that I heard was the Me Fold just going on with the whole you know the Me the everything
0: what, what, like, this is, I like Huawei's one because Huawei's one isn't obvious mm. Mate X Mate X that yeah. sounds cool Samsung because like, there's the phone.
1: Mate 20 Pro eh, sorry the Mate, mate 20, 20 X. X so you know they've got an
0: X on that already so they've went from the Mate 20 to the Mate 10 mm. oh wait no no they've not they've already done a Mate 10 what does X mean you've got it mate so I have <laughs> uh, oh yeah
1: <laughs> but anyway so yeah Cracking handsets. Uh the first look at the Mate X particularly, there was um a lot of press coverage surrounding that. Um no press was allowed to touch it. So the only people that have had hands-on experience with this is Huawei themselves. They've you know, there's photos and videos out there of it. You know, you're looking at Some, I, I believe it's a, a six six point two or six point three inch screen. When you fold it out, it's like an eight 8.1, I think 3. it's 8.1 yeah something, something so,
0: roughly I think um, some YouTubers and some members of some selected members have been able to actually hold the device mm-hmm. um, after CES but at CES no one could hold it mm-hmm. but afterwards it was like a big when push. the media
1: was around there was no one you want to touch it and play with um, um, as some, far as I know as well it's still it's still in it's sort of better um, the oh, device like, was it's there a, it's a Wasn't nice it a piece of device? kit though well, and the, the software looks like it's working really well. It looks great. And they've <sighs> said it's not finished.
0: Yeah, the stuff that they want to brilliant. change and the you stuff can, that they want to do You can it. see slight bumps in the, when it's folded flat. You can see slight start, bumps yeah. in the middle of the screen. However, everyone that has had hands-on has said that it looks and
1: feels fine. Do you know what? See with the depth of the display, though, because from what I've seen from the videos, it re- looks like a really immersive display. So I think with that... Mm you're not going to notice any... You don't notice it sort of, very much. Yeah. You don't really no, notice textures.
0: if there was like light off mm-hmm. the screen. Like if it was really bright and you were seeing mm-hmm. it at an angle, you'd notice the bumps. Mm-hmm. But it, it looks to me as if you're just sort of... It's like a classic mm-hmm. OLED. Deep, deep colours, you know, like really rich display mm-hmm. and as you say, it's really deep and immersive. So you're not going to notice it straight off the bat. But do you, know what, do you know what
1: I think is great about the May X and what we've seen so far, though, it's not like um, it's not a gimmick feature. Yeah. So it's not as if they've made a handset purely for an excuse to make a full roll yes. phone. The background they've gave us as well is it's got the, the most updated processor. You're still rocking the Leica lenses. So you've still got the triple. You've camera still setup got the triple the setup. Yeah, exactly. So I like I like the, the hinge, hinge design as stops. well. The the bit that holds the cameras is like a handle. Mm.
0: I just think that's genius because like really? you look at the design in any other way and you go it's oh, a bump like I can't put it flat but then you look at it and you go well I can hold this tablet like mm-hmm. device easily with one hand and you yeah. can function the entire thing with one hand and you can um, I think it works with gesture control straight off the bat which is pretty awesome yeah, yeah. straight off um, Android 9 which is that is brilliant um, but Will it ever compete with things like tablets and such? Because these phones, mm, it's questionable. It's questionable. Um, I mean, you look at the new iPad Pro and you just think that processor machine. is an absolute monster, absolute machine. As a as a monster unit, um, and then there's speculations that Apple is going to be looking at a affordable phone. I heard that but as well. Yeah, don't think Apple will want to push for a phone to replace Especially, an iPad
1: range. Well, that's the thing. Like. Their iPad's really, really strong in the market at the moment, so I don't really think they're going to want to damage the reputation and say, I, I don't really think they'll want to pull customer base from the iPad to this foldable phone because they'll literally be taking two markets and plugging it into one. Yeah, because, I mean, their iPad's and, already, yeah. like,
0: beating some MacBooks, some yeah, MacBook Airs and some MacBook Pros at specs, and some people are replacing these 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 higher premium-end premium end devices with their iPads, mm. not saying that's not a premium device. Another
1: it's thing as well, I matching think, on price. with the foldable thing, and, you know, and amalgamating the whole phone and tablet, I know there's a lot of people out there that like them separate for, you know, things like having your phone as your phone, say it was like a business phone mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, using that for your social media and that. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people who go on holiday and they've got their tablet and their phone synced so that when they take photos... It backs up on the tablet, so mm. really, what they use a tablet for is is set. You know, it's like a more of a home device. Yeah, uh, a yeah, lot of yeah. people I speak to don't really take the tablet out and about with them. But, uh, but even though you've got to sell your tablets, there's still a massive market for Wi-Fi only on tablets because people still don't really feel the need to take them out. Yeah, but
0: I mean, you could still have that with a portable phone. It just means that you've you got can, but an I, added
1: feature when you're out and about. What I mean is, some people like keeping them separate. Mm, it feels near, like you know when they get home, they can put their work away by putting mm. their phone down. picking up the tablet they can still use technology but without being in this work mode because they associate their phone with work especially if it's a business phone
0: what's the one thing you would use that folded out display for
1: I think it would be great I mean I don't personally do this right but I think it would be fantastic if they implemented like this is maybe something Samsung might do but you know the implement the note features with the S Pen it'd be great for artists you've got it's just an extra thing to
0: carry around though hmm.
1: But the thing is, you could get rid of your Note and just use a tablet a can. for canvas. Or you
0: could just buy a Note 9. Like, what would you actually use the folded-out display for? Because, yeah, it's a folded-out display and it's a large display, but it's a square. True.
1: Even watching films, the ratio would be totally off. It'd be shocking.
0: You would want to, like the Mate X, for example, the aspect ratio of the device when it's folded over mm-hmm. is probably... Okay for watching a movie on like Netflix and stuff, like just holding it in landscape mode. Mm-hmm. Unfolded, you would just have the world's largest black bar. <laughs> I mean, it might be good if um if the phone folded like Samsung's phone, so it folds sort of out of the way. It's an yeah. out A, it's not an in a. Um, so it of folded out of the way for like a sort of ebook type experience. Mm. Um if you actually could see two pages on that one screen, that could work really well. Yeah, the multi window would be great. Yeah, so I think you know, Samsung Samsung's Samsung Fold has three, you can multitask with three separate um, applications on one window. I think mm. Huawei Mate X is doing something similar. Um, don't quote me on that, could be totally wrong. Um, but I think um, Xiaomi's take on it is really, really, really well done because it folds over twice. So in oh, that okay. respect, you could possibly... Um, so you've got your main screen in the middle and then you've got basically like 2 um try not to make this sound bad. Two flaps that <laughs> fold out the edge. Uh, <laughs> so you've, you've got two flaps that fold out the edge to make the phone slightly bigger so you could possibly even pick the aspect ratio. So if you're watching a movie and you've got black bars, you can fold one of the flaps down um, <laughs> and you could possibly have the right aspect ratio. Um, so it's kind of like the rollable TV we were talking about last episode. If you're able to choose the aspect ratio so you don't have black bars and you're not watching a movie, it makes it more immersive and it just gives you a better experience. So you've, you basically, your phone becomes a phone and it then becomes... A useful device for all things mm-hmm. that you'd want a tablet to do and a phone to do, not just a square that you can possibly use. I mean, Samsung Samsung showed their navigation system on the on the outfolded phone, and people were like, "Oh, that looks amazing!" <laughs> like, where on earth like, you're honestly going to just buy a foldable phone just so you can unfold it and look at Google Maps? Mm. And you're really going to mount that on your dashboard of your car? True. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Uh, first of all, are you actually going to get a holder that holds it? And if that holder holds it, is that holder going to be one of those squeezy ones that's just going to bend your phone anyway? <laughs> so, I mean, it's quite, it seems to me like kind of, a, of a, an impractical device.
1: The one... Th- I mean, this is a really, really small thing. Um, one thing I know that Huawei demonstrated was the camera preview feature. Mm. So when you've got your device folded, mm-hmm. the back screen when you're taking a picture can, can light up uh, and the, whoever you're taking a picture of, you know, if it's like a a portrait or whatever, yeah, they can preview, you know, the picture. They can maybe see if they're in frame as well as the person taking the the picture as well. So you can you can work together a bit better when taking pictures of people. and um, get you know your hair sorted or whatever. Just make sure the the lighting's right or whatever. Um, that's you know like a, again I get it, that's a probably yeah, a I really mean, small I feature mean, it, and I mean, probably it's not cool.
0: enough. It's cool, get it. but
1: it's already out on a
0: phone that doesn't fold, and it is the Vivo x 2. So the Vivo X has got a screen on the back of the phone mm-hmm. and a screen on the front. Um, so I'll show you it. Mm-hmm. That's it there. Big screen on the front, All right. screen mm-hmm. on the back. Doesn't have any front-facing cameras, so you've got that full display. Uh, basically, you just use the primary cameras in the back mm-hmm. for taking selfies and for taking photos of people so they can actually see what you see when you're taking photos of them, that's a brilliant idea. It's it's exceptional because when that display on the back is actually turned off, you cannot see. That you cannot see there. the screen. You, th- there's no way that you could tell that there's a screen there. I'm just there, uh, and imagining, you don't need a foldable
1: phone for that. I'm just imagining the cost, um, to repair that when oh, if you smashed. Drop it.
0: Oh, don't oh. just don't smashing that. Though? I mean, the phone itself. Um, I mean this here. This website's import. Let's try to see how much it is. Good old AdTech. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in the region of five six hundred pounds. I mean, yeah, five five hundred and sixty nine down from seven hundred and seventy for a ten gig RAM phone with a Snapdragon eight forty five and one hundred twenty eight gigs of internal storage. It's insane. That is a really good price. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> but it just shows you you don't need a affordable phone to have something like that. Mm. It just seems to me like it's cool. And I'm glad that innovation in terms of hardware designs coming back because smartphones in the past were awesome, mm-hmm. like your Nokia gauges and your your old Sony Walkmans with a specific Walkman button to take you to the music player, and um, even just, the first iteration of the iPhone, oh, just
1: oh totally that, blew the world Definitely. Away.
0: But now all we've got is just slabs. So it's kind of cool to see companies try to innovate on the hardware side mm-hmm. as opposed to it just being software. Um, it's pretty awesome but it's not practical yet I would say because mm. this phone here the Vivo Nex basically does what you'd want it to do <laughs> takes the bezels away completely what's a bezel Okay, don't so, know and it fixes that problem it gives you that preview as well so why would you need to spend okay. two so grand me, on a phone let me phone? ask you
1: a question then what what could you see this technology being used for other than the, the gimmick of folding it
0: I I would say not used as a mobile phone but you could use it as a partner see if it was built for like an office setting Mm -hmm. like work and it wasn't actually used as a mobile phone I think it could work really well Mm -hmm. Um, so if it was used as like remember back in the day you had PDAs personal digital assistants do you remember them? so imagine if like it was the return of PDAs so you're working in an office and Mm -hmm. everything just pops up say you have For example, let's just say Dropbox, for example, something similar. Obviously, you'd be connected to like your works VPN, so you have servers and stuff. But all your files get chucked straight into your device, banging. Now, no matter what industry you're in, right, you've got your files up, you're looking through it, just like your phone. Obviously, it's kind of like a phone as as a phone, obviously, um, but you're not using it as a phone. Click on your files, it's just like an Android computer. Say it's got tablet software. All right. So just think of this phone not being a phone, it's more of like a, just like a tablet. And um, you you click on what you want, boom, it's there. You unfold it, you can present stuff. If you're a designer or an architect, you can unfold it, you can draw stuff. Mm. And it's it makes it it's more of like, I would say, instead of replacing phones and try to replace tablets, it could be just a better tablet. Like a notepad, like a digital notepad, like literally like a digital notepad. Like you could use it for work, you could use it for things like that. But in terms of like an actual phone, I just think it's mm. it's it's a bit much. In terms of design, I think it's overdone for what it's trying to do because the Vivo X is clearly displayed that you can do everything you need to do. I mean, that's I think off the top of my head. I think it's a forty megapixel camera, forty wow. maybe 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 thirties. Like and that. that's for selfie and for, for men. Banging. You've got two screens, you've got your preview, you've got your stuff like that. So for a phone, that's solving the problem. Excellent design. Like, that there is cool and quirky, but foldable phones, it's like it's trying to solve a problem that doesn't need solved. Mm. Whereas, like, the Vivo X is went, let's not have any front-facing cameras, let's just put a screen in the back. Mm-hmm. That solves and the I, problem.
1: I definitely think the whole foldable thing... I mean, I mean this was confirmed by so many people, but... Uh, it was it was more a case of the, the race to see who could do it first uh, and it's, mm. it's really just co- a, a competition thing
0: I do find it weird though how Samsung were obviously going to be the ones that led the way and then you had the FlexiPi come out which was an absolute pile of piss and then all of a sudden you had Samsung and Huawei releasing a phone at the exact same time now how the hell did that happen? Samsung are leagues ahead in terms of screen design and they only managed to release a phone at the same time as Huawei, and it looks shockingly bad compared. Mm -hmm. Because the way Samsung's phone folds in on itself, it's thinner on one side than it is on the other. Yeah. Where where the spine is, if you think. It's like a book. So, like, I I mean...
1: You've got to ask questions about durability.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean Huawei's one does look more durable mm. although it's the screen that's on the outside and if you're judging by say the Mate 20 Pro for example how easy that screen scratches that doesn't bode well for the Mate 20X if, <laughs> if you're folding your phone over that's the entire screen and you chuck it in your pocket you put it in your bag it's going to get scratched mm-hmm. so and obviously it's, pl- it's a plastic coating because obviously glass doesn't bend so, it's a plastic coating you've got. So, Samsung's one has got the glass out edge display, so you can have your Gorilla glass. So, that's obviously cool. They've thought about that. And on the inside, mm-hmm. you have your plastic. Fair enough. But It's not going to scratch because it's covered over. However, yeah. the design is mm, somewhat to be desired. It swings around a bit, really. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a game of compromise where you shouldn't need to compromise. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if it was like a tablet, you wouldn't mind folding it over before you put it in your bag, sliding it inside like a poly pocket or like a like a, like a a felt case, mm-hmm. then pop it in your bag because it's a tablet. It's a mm-hmm. foldable tablet. So, therefore, you don't have those issues. So, you can have the Huawei design. Mm-hmm. But again, you're paying £2,000 for a phone that's made out of plastic.
1: Well, that, that was nice. Or a thing thing tablet made out of plastic. As well. uh, coming to the cost. So, what I was having to think about is, you know that these companies are firing these phones out, and you know what? We're going to everyone. What's going to happen? You know, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, "For oh, of phones, I need one of them because it's cool. It's cool. Mm. I I've never seen that." Before. I don't know, but the thing is, is is it a quick cash grab for it
0: to kind of fade away? I think it. I think it could be. I don't think there's a market demand for this sort of thing. The market doesn't demand it. When it comes to iPhones, the market demanded something that was simple, that could do more, and it gave the user back control from, like the like the telecommunications companies yeah. gave the user back control of the phone because it was no longer companies like T-Mobile making phones. If you're in America, like AT&T was like making their own phones. They basically controlled the, um, the sort of marketplace. And then Apple brought out the iPhone, and it, it was a game-changer. Mm-hmm. complete game changer, revolutionized the mobile phone industry. Clearly, because everything's based off the iPhone now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, but this doesn't seem to me like it is that next big step, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, affordable phones, cool, ish, but not practical. I think yeah. if it was, if Samsung came out and said, here's, our new S-Tab, it's going to be the S-Tab 6, it's going to be coming out later this year. We'll have a normal S-Tab 6 and we'll have a foldable S-Tab 6. So you can fold it over and you've got one big screen or one smaller screen, but it goes edge to edge. It's Gorilla Glass and whatever. And on the back, you've got a keyboard and imagine it can fold both ways and they have like a cover on the back and that's like the foldable screen. You can fold it out and you can have a double screen. And if you just had the one screen folded over, you would have a screen, and then there could be a keyboard already t- mm. already attached. So, like, you've literally got a tablet that you can fold flat, and you've got a big, massive screen, or you can fold one way, put your cover, cover on like the laptop. main screen, and you've got a keyboard already built mm. in. Like that would be like a, it's a far fetched design. And but it'd be a thing, cool design.
1: Another thing is if they had a, a foldable tablet, right? So it was a ten point ten inch tablet or something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It folded out. Into an absolute monster. Right, yeah, but it came with a mount, so you could turn it into a monitor. So what you could do is it could have gamepad support, what I mean by that, Bluetooth Mm -hmm. um, controller Mm -hmm. support. Mm -hmm. So you could literally make a gaming tablet for, you know, like a a foldable gaming tablet where it had um, the powerful specs behind it that you could fold it out into a monitor, mount it, get your Bluetooth controller, and there you go, you've got on-the-go gaming, you can sit and play PUBG
0: that'd be pretty cool Do you know what I mean that'd With be really cool
1: and you could literally like on a train for example take a tablet out fold it out put it on the table in front of the train hook it up if you need to charge and stuff like that hook it up to the train's plugs there you go you've got your controller you've got a gaming console on the go and a tablet
0: or you could just buy a Nintendo Switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well I mean I, I, I like I, I like the idea it's definitely better than I think I think replacing phones uh, it's kind of suckish Mm -hmm. if you're replacing tablets or even wanting to make laptops as one entire one entire piece of kit like one solid device Mm, yeah I could see that but a phone it seems to me like phones don't need to fold anymore they don't need to like Mm. I think they should focus on getting phones slightly smaller again (laughs) as opposed to (laughs) making them bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger I
1: don't know I could honestly like I had an iPhone 5 and I moved up to an Honor 8 and it was a bigger phone. I was like, oh, I really like this. It's a bigger phone. And then I got a P10, which was around about the same size, but had a slightly bigger screen. I was like, oh, bigger screen. This is great. Mm. And then I got Mate 10 Pro, bigger phone again. I was like, oh, this is great. And now that I've got a Mate 10 Pro, I feel like I need a bigger phone.
0: Mm. Why?
1: I don't know. It just feels great. But where do you draw the line at bigger? I uh, probably wouldn't go any more than, I mean, this is spot six point two or something. So I'd say about six point eight to seven inch. Are you joking? I'd love a, I would love a seven inch phone. Is, is your
0: pockets even seven inches wide?
1: I wouldn't care. <laughs> <That'd> be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to me like it's so impractical. I I like the idea, but. I, I, I look at things as more of like a practical sense like mm-hmm. I mean I want to hopefully be able to replace my laptop with a tablet because it's more practical to be able to mm-hmm. just attach a keyboard when you want it and when you don't you've just got a screen mm-hmm. and you just fiddle a bit with it you know what I mean you just, you just use it you just fiddle a bit with you just, it like, <laughs> I, you just you just fiddle a bit with it <laughs> leave me be right <laughs> but you know what I mean you just you just take mm-hmm. it out do what you need to do chuck it back in and you go ah oh, oh, I, I need to type that up <laughs> Grab your keyboard, slap your keyboard on there, and then boom—you're in Starbucks looking like a twat. Times it? <laughs> that,
1: it's always Starbucks. It's always when Starbucks. I'm like mad. Uh, is it? Is it a one touch? Is that what you call them? I have no idea. Uh, I'm turning the mic things. So like, oh yeah, you know the Surface Pros. Surface Pros. Aye. That's it. Um, I see, I, it always I seems seen to be a, Starbucks you see them in. Like, I think people who use them
0: seem to just love Starbucks. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody with a MacBook loves Starbucks. <laughs> um I, I seen a, I seen a tweet the other day um, and it was um I seen a man the other day in Starbucks having a coffee. No phone, no laptop, no nothing. Just drinking coffee. What yep. a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I just thought it was the best tweet. <laughs> because it's just you you go to those places and people are just sitting there without and you just think to yourself you just think to yourself
1: oh I guess that's the think of Starbucks I think short back sides curly long hair on the top rolled up jeans trainers that are like bright purple they're wearing um 10 friendships bracelets from Australia <laughs> New Zealand is that on the wrist or on their ankles they're both I don't know. <laughs> Like five on each, I don't know. Um, and they've got their iPhone oh. XS Max, oh. 512 gig. oh, they've used You can tell gig the memory storage. just by looking at it. Oh, oh yeah. You, you, know, you know they've got <laughs> the 512 gig version and you also know they've only used 10 gig of that and they don't need it. That. And that's just the operating system. That's it. <laughs> and their name is Maximus. Who the fuck is called <laughs> Maximus?
0: I think but Maximus Starbucks has got a respectable name.
1: <laughs> Right, Maximus is
0: quite a respectable name. Somebody cut Fuck. I'm across or someone Maurice. called
1: Max. Maurice. think no,
0: Maurice is quite no, a Starbucks. Name. I, I like, I like, I like Maurice. Maurice is a good name. I watch, I watch um, uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. I quite like Maurice. He's the hormone monster. I quite like Maurice.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we've got a Maurice as a hormone monster.
0: I'm, I'm, I've, I've managed, I've managed to grow rather fond of Maurice. Oh yeah, Oh he's awesome. I know exactly what kind of people you're talking about, though. The 100%. folk that took a gap year in <laughs> South Africa, <laughs> exactly. And no, we took a gap year. Yeah, I yeah, went to uh, Malaysia, helped out all the kids, and then I went to New Zealand <laughs> and played a little bit of
1: rugby. I built schools for in the Congo.
0: <laughs> Those kinds of people. Oh, why. They got a friendship bracelet for everybody. But what,
1: what they've done is they've went and picked all the fair trade coffee, and then went home and bought it in Starbucks. Hmm. It's not even fair trade, Starbucks, is it? Is it not?
0: No, actually, oh, I, sh-
1: I think it's rainforest, isn't it not? Rainforest alliance. What does that even mean? I, don't know. I, uh, I think coffee st- doesn't come from rainforests. I think they just stop cutting down trees. Nah,
0: <laughs> nah. Starbucks, That's the only past. thing I associate with rain
1: rainforests is cutting down trees. That's terrible. So are we? Are we sort of drawing the conclusion where the the phone's been being a wee bit crap? Ah, uh, I would say if they went in the line of see
0: if a company just went. But make like Huawei doesn't have a decent tablet I think the tablets and laptops are to be desired mm-hmm. their phones, brilliant, I love their phones, but tablets and laptops doesn't interest me whatsoever yeah. so see if they went, here's a tablet because iPad is well ahead, see if they went here's a foldable tablet boom attach a keyboard, mm-hmm. boom it doubles in size, you can pick your aspect ratio, you could do whatever. If they had the double the double um, hinge design that um, Xiaomi's made for theirs on a tablet, that would be it. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. I think that would be where that would go. That would be like innovation at the top. Imagine something to compete with the iPad that had a, a unique um, ISP. Mm-hmm. Is it ISP? USP. USP. Jesus, ISP.
1: Don't know where I got that from. But yes. Interesting selling point. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
0: Well, other than... Did I say ISP or U? What, what intriguing U- selling point? What does USP stand for?
1: Unique selling point.
0: All oh, right, ah, oh, that's pressure. Let's go with ISP. Um, intriguing selling point. What's our unique selling point? Um, me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, a tablet that can compete. So, design and functionality against power and practicality. Mm. Wait, functionality, practicality. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah? Probably. Nah. So yeah, I would. Say, in fact, functionality. Because if you had the double hinged display, you could literally use the display as a stand to prop up the other bits. Of the, the other bit of the screen that's folded it, like you can set it up. Yeah, that'd be cool as fuck. Imagine it can bend in both directions, so you can fold it over. You can fold it back. So,
1: I uh, would that not be like four screens then?
0: It'd be three.
1: Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. uh, would be three.
0: So three. So so basically, like three, sort of, two hinges display in the middle display mm. on the right display on the left boom boom
1: boom boom yeah that's like closing doors.
0: yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like um, like an advent calendar <laughs> so every time you open your tablet you're one step closer to Christmas or at least it feels that way
1: but it's shit you don't get chocolate at it
0: mm. but you do get an OLED screen made out of plastic
1: well you could set the wallpaper as chocolate oh you could oh 4k chocolate wallpaper that'd be pretty cool eh? well it would be. if it's a Samsung or, I mean 2K, to be fair I know, I know friends that grew up with like the advent calendars that you reuse every year and you just open it and it's like a wee picture and you look at the wee picture and go, okay, that's a nice wee picture and you don't, that's it. Yeah, um, fuck off. You don't get anything at the advent calendar. But it's, it's, an ad, it's, like a, it's like an advent calendar. It's like the, the old fashioned ones like, mm like my dad used to have one he was oh you're me, like you open day seven and it's like a picture of the chicken. it's just a G's. picture ah, or like, there's a picture of a chicken oh it's Mary fantastic but what they do is they wrap that up then calendar up close all the doors and open the next year so after about eight, well after once you remember what the picture is so you cannot oh, it's the seventh day I'm going to open that and there's going to be a chicken there
0: it's you open bit, it
1: up boom there's a chicken it's a bit pesh it's mm. still do that that.
0: I feel sorry for them yeah. it kind of sucks but yes Tablets that I think personally that would have been the way to go, but phones, mm. nah, still, still a lot to be desired. Mm. I think um, other phones, as as we've already discussed, basically fill that gap of like what we need. And I kind of like the quirky design of the Samsung Galaxy S 10s ten plus S ten plus specifically, purely because you can make cool ass wallpapers, <laughs> and um, fit in and ma- use those cameras as eyes and stuff. Like, and it's a nice, it's a nice display. And mm. I mean your brain, if there's if there's enough around a hole or a cutout of an image or a video Your brain fills your it brain in. Your brain fills it in. Yep. Exactly. So it works really, really, really well. Mm. Um, so those designs are unique um, and they're they're very nice looking as well. Um, I just hate Bixby, so I'm gonna avoid Samsung. <laughs> Bixby buttons. Bixby buttons. Jesus. Uh, so Jesus. I'm just gonna avoid just stay well clear of Samsung, purely mm. for that reason. However, the problems are already been solved, and that innovation is good. But foldable phones, nah. Foldable tablets, possibly. How do you feel about it specifically? How would you conclude? I mean, that's how
1: I feel. I, you know, I started off. I started off talking about it, being quite excited about it. Um, I'm sorry. Just because I'm, I'm, I'm quite. <laughs> I know you've just totally destroyed my dreams. Um, no, I, I'm quite. I'm one of these people that you know, you bring something new out and. See, because it's different, I'm like, oh, that's nice. I have no idea what the fuck you're one, it those, for, but... you're one of those. You're oh, one of
0: those. I need to get
1: that, I'm, and then I'm, you get it, and you're like, that's a bit shit. But no, the good thing about me is kind is depreciated. I would already. be an impulse buyer. I just don't have the money to be an impulse buyer. <laughs> so. I get the notion of buying things but don't exact have the same, funds so don't buy it. I'm the exact same. I'm like, and oh then my I, god, go, I really want I'm that. so glad I didn't have money to buy that because that would have been shit. Ah yeah I'm the exact same. Like right.
0: see when the Mate Twitter Pro came I was like oh my god I really need to buy it. really need to buy it. But then I was just like fuck I've just bought my Mate 10 Pro like two months ago. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover from that like yeah. massive buy. Ah tits.
1: <laughs> you feel like you've just shot yourself in the foot but then you realise I really needed that phone at the mm. time I couldn't wait two months. So I uh, started off of, you know quite excited about it but I haven't thought about it, probably not really much use in my life. I probably wouldn't really make much mm. use out of it, so I aye, mean, that's that sort of math.
0: Rollable look. TVs, pretty cool, but I mean, your monitor is a curved monitor, mm. right? So, a very good use of a curved OLED display, brilliant use. Mm. It would be really cool if they took that design a step further. And if it was a bigger screen, you could actually choose if you want it flat, you could actually bend it willy will nilly to make it more curved like towards a you, the your phone. It, or, like, a pliable, like, display. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I display, know, yeah. So or, so could, yeah, Yeah, or even, like, a tablet. Your tablet's flat, or instead of, It doesn't have to fold all the way. It can just... You can mm. curve it in. So if you're watching a movie, like, imagine if, like, you put it down on, like, a stand on a table and the screen was curved. You walk around with a curved mini um, monitor to watch mm. movies and stuff, and it's a more immersive feel. And again, like you were saying earlier, the tablet can support, like, wireless... Um, Controllers and stuff to play games. (laughs) There you go. Um, And with 5G on the rise as well, uh, and obviously with services like PlayStation now working really well off broadband streaming games, Mm -hmm. then who who knows? That could have been or could still be potentially the perfect sort of set of devices like cellular, um, not foldable, just bendable sort of like gaming (laughs) tablets. (laughs) Like, I know it sounds weird, but. Like I hope you know like where my trailer thoughts going. Like I mean, yeah. literally just looking at that display, you just think that there could compete directly with, with the Nintendo Switch. Who knows, Nintendo might do it. Um like that would be unbelievable. Gaming on the go, taking it to a whole new level, instant connectivity, your entire gaming library in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a PC, you can connect it to your own home server.
1: Boom. Just off the back of that. Talking about connectivity, the second thing we wanted to talk about today was five G. So, right off the back, uh, you know, Nintendo coming out with a, a, you know a, another iteration of the Switch, which would be unbelievable. Imagine if they if they were able to go a step above the Switch, mm-hmm. but add five G into the equation now. Five G, the way it's looking just now, is going to be a game changer. I'm actually personally really excited about it. Purely oh, super excited you know, like I think if it gets implemented well in my area, I'll be totally ditching broadband. Unless, by the time it gets implemented in my area, which is going to be in the next fucking 20 years or something. Mm. Um, I don't know, I'll probably have drove myself off a cliff. or Please don't do something. that. <laughs> no, not not intentionally. I'm just a fucking idiot. So I'd probably just be like, oh, oh thank God. Well, there's good. a hill, there's a dip. <laughs> oh, no, it's a cliff.
0: Like an old school sat See enough.
1: you back. <laughs> <laughs> you just, dating, just dating <laughs> you off the hill. <laughs> There's a sea, I want to get a closer look at that. Oh fuck. Just Hand take, just no take one the
0: one. next left and you will <laughs> arrive at your destination.
1: Fucking hell,
0: Betty. It's taking me to fucking Portugal. There's a fucking war there.
1: But um, talking about 5G, yeah, I'm I'm quite excited about 5G because looking at the examples, you know, there was the Oh, I can't remember what site it was on but it was uh, basically showing examples one of them was Budbox obviously film on Netflix how it oh would, it was
0: the Wall Street Journal speed test that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it, up
1: now actually yeah definitely definitely. but that was that was basically giving an example of what 3G would be like 4G and obviously what would be 5G yeah. and how long it would take to download that file and it gave different examples of files so one was Budbox and on Netflix one was the <laughs> Fortnite um, so, iOS app uh, and what was the other one? Oh, so it was Spotify so Spotify
0: just to clarify folks um, for an hour long playlist it was 0.6 seconds on 5G it was 20 seconds on 4G and 7 minutes on 3G, Bird Box for Netflix which is um, half a gig um, standard definition 3.7 seconds on 5G 2 minutes on 4G and 45 minutes on 3G the third example was um, Fortnite for iOS, which is a 3GB um, application, 24 seconds on 5G, compared to 14 minutes on 4G, which is good, and 3G was how long, Paul, could you guess? So, 14 minutes oh, on 4G. Like a day? <laughs> 29
1: hours. Gee, oh, so I wasn't far off to be fair. Five hours. I thought hour, it was being ridiculous. A day plus five hours. Jesus. I thought, I generally <laughs> thought like realistically it would have been like maybe 14 hours or something. <laughs> uh, so I just thought I'd fry in a day. Fry in a day. Fry in a day. <laughs> fry, fry Jeez, fry that a day. literally sums up the Scottish diet. Fry exactly. in a day. <laughs> fry in a day.
0: <laughs> Who needs five a day when you've got fry a frying day? all day? <laughs> and loading just a newspaper, a newspaper website. Um, just the homepage of the wall street journal was one of their examples 25.6 milliseconds on 5g 0.9 seconds on 4g 18 seconds on 3g Geez, that's cool. so i mean you it's look, a big step up it, it's it's huge um i mean 4g is fast um, 14 minutes for a 3 gig file that's really quite good but to get that entire file in such a short 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 period of time 24 seconds for a three gig file compared to fourteen minutes.
1: Now I've got a problem with that. Why? Quite a serious problem with that. Uh. Now usually when I'm installing updates, now it's usually with with games, mm-hmm. software updates, all that sort of stuff. That's my opportunity to go to the kitchen and make myself a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So see if I'm downloading updates in fucking twenty four seconds. I'm not gonna have time to make myself a cup of tea. That's gonna cut down <sighs> the amounts of cups of tea that I have during my game time, and I'm I'm not. Quite sure I'm happy with that because I can't motivate myself to get up and go make tea when there's no an update. So I use the updates as an excuse to get up and go do things. Can what you could do? Mm. Buy yourself
0: a fucking teapot. put it on your desk and I'm get yourself lie. a fucking tea cozy. I, don't
1: know. <laughs> I just like what a, you're laughing at. A, a tea a cozy. Cool. themed tea
0: cozy. <laughs> 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 and just chuck your tea cosy on your wee teapot
1: here gran why knit me a tea
0: cosy actually I asked my gran to knit me one as well she's still not <laughs> done it <laughs> I did I did ask my nana can you knit me a tea cosy for my teapot and she still hasn't done it she says she just doesn't can't do have because she's never done one before I mean, who knows your fucking chance we'll give you a bit of time <laughs> exactly. and
1: introduce it
0: to YouTube I know 4G but to be fair she would need to take my teapot off me to knit the tea cosy to get the
1: dimensions right and I don't know if I could do that you do away no teapot nah to be fair your teapot's quite nice I've seen your teapot. <laughs>
0: oh god
1: that doesn't it's really right. heavy
0: <laughs> it's got bumps on it oh god oh god what the fuck are you doing with that <laughs> it does stay. to be fair you can knock something out with your people. Uh it ah it's a monster it's a big iron cast monster um, but if you did dry it properly it rusts so uh it's, it's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm quite weary when I get it wet. So, get your grant and you a tea cloth. <laughs> exactly, yes. I'm quite, I'm quite weary when I get it wet, but, which is kind of shit because it's a teapot and teapots are yes. mega wet. Stop taking things the wrong way. This isn't, this isn't cool. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But 5G and teapots. <laughs> but, aye, I mean, like, I would much rather download an update faster and be able to have the opportunity to get back to gaming quicker then go and make a cup of tea come back and go oh fuck's sake go tea in
1: hand go sit down and it's still updating depends on what games you play and how serious you take them because another thing I like about updates is it breaks up the there's rage time there's never a happy medium we use though oh <laughs> no 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 it breaks up the rage time you know I get seriously into college I had to get far too fucking seriously get seriously into college and when I'm just not doing very well because you have them moments having a wee tea break just get your head back in and you can actually enjoy your day but I always find I never know when to stop right so I'll just dig myself into the rabbit hole and I'll go down the whole path and I'll just keep losing and losing and losing and, and my oh, I thing I care about is a kill death ratio and that's really sad right Jesus I know I know
0: one of my mates kill to death ratio. ratios just going to put this out their oncology ghosts was sound like 2.9 or 3.1 it was really it's all right. uh, that's, <laughs> that all right. that's, that's like that's fact. like days and days and days and days and days mm. of gameplay um or game time, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. Just telling you, I've witnessed some serious
1: numbers. Aye. That's the sort of shit I care about. It's sad, but hey, hell. Oh. <laughs> he was um, he was a
0: sweaty bass, like
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think that definitely breaks up the rage time. Is, and that's another thing. Actually, no. I mean, I'm mostly joking about that, but i um, actually thinking about that. To be fair, like having having a faster world, it doesn't really give you a time to have a breakaway for things, and it might actually encourage people to just keep playing and just keep doing what they're doing. Um, and I don't know. There's a bigger sort of issue at the moment. Now, I, I, this I'm just going to make a statement first. I don't believe game addiction is a thing. I know it's a registered addiction, and I know it's included in the the health catalogue thing whatever it's called but I don't think it's a thing I, t- I totally agree with you
0: and um, because when you game you're essentially learning mm-hmm. you're reacting to things you're trying to learn how to do new, do new missions mm-hmm. learn controls become more skillful it's just like dedicating time to a sport and games are like a sport and mm-hmm. uh, in, in quite a lot of the sense and uh, people have made careers out of it the only reason why um, a gaming addiction has been labelled is purely because the rates of inactivity lead to things like obesity, which yeah. leads to the world's biggest killer, which is cardiovascular disease. So when you look at the bigger picture, the see that sedentary behaviour, so time sitting for a long period, like for long periods, gaming obviously causes that. So they're just what I make. I think it's more so aimed at parents to try and encourage kids to get off well, consoles.
1: That's That but was the point I was going to lead on to making. Um, is that... I oh, know. Again, going back to the whole joke I was making about the tea breaks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, with with five G and updates and and you know that all these small things that normally break up your time to play, um, a, a big thing would be installing games. Do you know what I mean? Like on the day of day of launch. But at the same um, time, it means that you're more connected to your friends. Because if
0: you never take time away from your console and you're, that's, like, your social space, mm-hmm. then it means that there's more opportunity for you to stay connected to your friends, if that makes sense. Keep mm-hmm. engaging with your friends. Keep playing with your I mean, friends. I don't know
1: about you, though. Like, I definitely value time as, as much as I... Like, ga- like gaming. I love talking, right? But I I, I, I really value, sort
0: of... I think everyone values, like, my own alone space, time. And I think, like, yeah,
1: definitely. encouraging constant connectivity... I think you, you kind of feel suffocated after a while,
0: I think. Yeah, but then, then at the end of the day a bit of self-control would kick in. You would recognise that. Because hmm. it's just like when like, when you plan to go in and like say you say you want to go out with friends and you're like, I'm just not feeling it. And then you go out and you, you put up with it for like two hours. You're out, you're having fun. You're not forcing yourself to have fun. You're, you're having fun. You're like, this is good. But you're just not quite in the mood for it. And you're like, ah, oh, right, sound. And then gets to two and a half hours later and you're like oh, right time of ditch because you know it's time of ditch because you, you know that if you stay for a wee bit longer you're just going to go mm-hmm. and just shut on everybody's parade because you know that your mood's going to go down because you're not really keen for it mm-hmm. so a wee bit of self-control kicks in now you could stay out for as long as possible. You know that everybody's going out after and you could stay out. So just like you could just game all the way through and with your mates. However, you do have the wee bit self-control and you could just go, right guys, I'm just going to take some time from on here. I'm just going to head off, scoot off. It was lovely to see you. Catch you later. Enjoy the rest of your night.
1: Via a kebab shop.
0: Mm. I'll tell you, there's a... uh, was it is it the Golden... The Golden Grill, I can't remember the name of the, this place. It's on, it's, um, on Nicholson Street, was it, was it, was it, aye. top end of Nicholson Street, just up from Hive in Edinburgh, and they'd done a salmon pizza, see after the night a, oh, a
1: salmon I pizza? I shit you
0: not, it was a salmon a pizza. A fishy no, pizza. No, it's fucking delicious. Honestly, it was gorgeous. Um, I have no idea. My mate, I
1: can almost guarantee about 60% of people listening to this have kind of turned their nose up for now.
0: No, they kind of smell it, so fuck them. A, so a, honestly, hot fishy pizza honestly, imagine in a hot fishy I pizza, sh- I should smell it. Honestly, to fucking Jesus, I shit you not. It was the most delicious motherfucking pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Honestly, my mate bought it. And he was like, "Try this." Oh, it was more like because he was absolutely <laughs> fat. Had had a, had a couple of bites. I was very sceptical. It was delicious. I, honestly, it was mm. delicious. But yes, via the salmon chippy pizza place um, that's where you'd go but yeah you, you have self-control in every other part of your life where you could stay connected you but you take control and you move away i think quite a lot of people would do that people do that now they're playing Fortnite with their mates and they're like oh get raging they're just like oh, i'm gonna fucking take five ten minutes off and they go away and they take five ten minutes off they might they might watch twitch or something <laughs> you know what i mean like they might stay they might stay in that zone of like watching gaming and stuff, but again, like they they take themselves out of the equation or they take their mates out of the equation and just
1: That's a good people have self control.
0: Like don't doubt gamers are smart, they know what they're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like people people know what they're doing.
1: That's a good thing to leave on lead on to what you just said there. Um we mentioned earlier on about you know the gaming actually it's becoming this thing where people can actually start making a living out of gaming and mm. it's becoming an in- it's really becoming an industry well, oh, probably. it's been an it industry is, for years it's an established industry but for like YouTubers and teachers. and yeah, streamers that, more, more that side of things mm. not just game development and everything associated with that but you know there's I mean since I was maybe 12, 13 starting watching YouTube mm. I've watched literally people grow on YouTube and and there's mm. people that I still watch today that started off at 13, 14 making videos with squeaky voice yeah. um, and they're now you know living in LA or I don't know traveling the world, or living at large, and it's all come from yeah, it's all come from gaming. But just to go off the back of what you said about Twitch and um, 5G, that's going to give a, a whole new generation of kids the opportunity to maybe try that out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, to be the, fair, big the, thing about the Twitch, opportunity is there just now. But the big thing about Twitch, though, um, and I've tried this before, um, Twitch requires a really strong connection for streaming. Uh, um, yeah, so, what true. I'm saying, and Currently, there's, I mean, there's loads of homes in the UK that standard broadband. It's no great. Mm. It's no strong enough for Twitch. There's loads of kids out there that would love to start Twitch, they can't because they don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is about five G. When it's well established, it's going to have a jet, like a whole new generation of kids to get into esports, start things like that, get themselves online. Um, and there's going to, because I, I, I can almost guarantee there's so many personalities out there, so, so much talent out there that doesn't get the chance to shine. I mean, like any industry, I mean, there's there's plenty of singers out yeah. there that are, and there's probably the most talented singer out there in the world at the moment that, that's never seen the light of day. But what I mean, relating about that back to gaming, there's, there's probably some amazing talent out there with mm-hmm. brilliant personalities that would be brilliant entertainers that just can't get started because they don't have the resources. And 5 G would be a great route to that.
0: No, it definitely would be. And, Bill... As far as I'm aware Ofcom is actually put in it's called Rural First and so 5G is actually been tested and been released and rolled out in rural areas of the UK before urban areas That's brilliant and to get them obviously online and connected so they've got pretty piss poor 3G connection to begin with because networks focused on urban areas same with 4G they've done a little bit they've only done like two tests like pilots areas of 4G and um, but with 5G they're really focusing on the rural areas first and then working in urban areas because obviously urban areas are going to get it and um, so Ofcom done that rural first and um, I think Vodafone and O2 are part of it I'm unsure of any other mm-hmm. networks Um, but I mean it's a, it's a great incentive and again it would do exactly what you're saying it would get the, the, the breadth and width of talent for these things and give these people the opportunity to do that, those things. However, I do have the fear that certain areas, um, like if you live up north in Scotland, internet, internet connection is good. Um, you need to be connected. You have a right to be connected, obviously. People have businesses and stuff. However, your way of life is completely different. So bringing that forced internet connection of like high um, broadband speeds and things like that, like it can go one of your two ways. Could it be really positive or would that have a negative impact on their lives? You don't know. And in, in that sense, like with kids that are up there that may be super active, may not be as active and such yeah. in certain areas. But I mean, as far as I'm aware, people again, take they have the self-control um, for the most part and they take their time and they get into sport and they go to the gym and they do things like that or they have other hobbies that gets them out and about and stuff there's always something um to do per se so I mean personally I think it's positive but playing devil's advocate these things could be slightly negative you never <laughs> know you never know
1: you didn't see that because it's a podcast Um but Stephen just done this crazy thing with his eyebrows there.
0: oh never what are you talking about the blinding oh people. did you
1: maybe hmm
0: I did, I did. (laughs) But but, um, the one thing that's scary about 5G, right, and I've got this prediction as to where 5G is going to go, right? So 5G um, connectivity is going to be basically computed with most networks on like a cloud-based system, right? So I know a couple of networks that's going to roll this out. Um, But this has given me the fear for things like cloud-based data storage so at the moment you can store stuff on google drive on icloud and such mm-hmm. and dropbox and all these places but what if your telecommunications provider not only provides you with your broadband not only provides you with your connectivity in terms of minutes and text but also does your personal data storage kind of like a bank account for your information mm-hmm. right that would be kind of scary because that means your telecommunications provider, think about it, phones won't need like internal storage as much because it would literally be snap, boom, it's up in the network. Snap, boom, it's away. Literally just stuff it through RAM and RAM up the GPU. Just boost it all up and your phone's a quick, easy machine to use and everything's stored on the cloud with your telecommunications company. If you want to switch p- p- between providers, and I think this is the way it's going to go, you know how you got the current account switch guarantee between banks? Yeah. You want to switch provider, say you get your pack code, then you have the switch guarantee, all your information goes, zoop, onto the other network servers, per se. So um, I think that's the way it's things are going to go. I think I think that's the way it could possibly go. You have telecommunications companies that are going to really put the pressure on the, the providers of smartphones that own the software of the smartphones, but they're going to be in direct competition with, do you really want to pay 79 pence to iCloud every month or do you want to get unlimited with your um, network provider on their cloud storage, included in your bundle, included in your package? And with 5G being so fast and with 10 gigabit speeds, I mean, you're going to be easy access to all your photos, your videos, things like that. Um, the only thing is what if it gets hacked and such of course, but as a private entity and farming obviously they'll take good care or it could, lead to, it could lead to those providers pairing up with Apple and Google and you could see partnerships with say Vodafone and Apple making a strong partnership another
1: thing, um, you see at the moment, for example if you don't pay your phone bill, you get cut off so you can't make calls and texts you oh. can't use internet, oh. what if you get cut off your own information because you haven't paid your bill because if they if you're paying per month for that storage you stop paying your bill for whatever reason whether it be financial or you just can't be bothered mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, why no yeah but, um, but if it was kind of like if you a, wanted to show your gran the holiday photos for last year I mean if it if you was kind of like, a bank, if it the was the like a bank
0: account for your information then surely if they were to do something like that they would probably host that as like Bundled in the package, but included as like a separate service, per mm,
1: se. Probably like an app or something.
0: Um, Yeah, kind of. The only thing is, though, if you've cut off your broadband, how are you going to download it? Mm.
1: So that's obviously the, the contingency. So, well, yeah, that probably goes back to my point saying if you want to show your grand, your holiday photos from last year, if there's no connectivity, then you kind of show them. Because Which it's is even more scary. You can't them. Download
0: them. It's even more scary because then we're then providing more power to these private networks, these private Um, companies to take control of our data and our information. But I honestly think that's the way it's going to go. That's the way they're going to try and push it. Now, you could say people won't do that, they'll push back, but they won't because it'll be convenient. It'll be so easy to just not have to pay pay iCloud, to just not have to go on Google Drive, to just not have to have all these... All those apps and as well. Consumers
1: blokeware. love convenience.
0: Exactly, exactly. You pay for convenience. It's, you
1: just do you pay more want for less. Put any effort into things because the thing is society and the way life is just now is everyone's so busy. Like imagine, Everyone does imagine not have time for anything.
0: Exactly. Imagine though you went into a shop and you, went, I want to upgrade my phone. Cool. Let's get your account on. Banging. Right. So you're paying thirty quid I can do this phone, this much data. blah 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 blah. Here you go, £35. Oh, I'm happy with that. That's cool. That's decent. Walk out. As soon as you open up your new phone, you pop your SIM card in, all your data immediately gets downloaded contacts, from photos, your cloud yeah. storage server. And if the SIM card is not on your old phone, you have no access to that. So your SIM card could provide... Like, you know how you get those keys that go in computers? It's like yeah. a physical key, something like that. You may you know need what? a physical key to pop next to your phone kind of like an NFC to communicate yeah. to access that sort of stuff I mean I Do don't you know, know what, exactly right? how they
1: go about it but it's a good concept even, even though we're talking about downsides and stuff about this I'm sitting here thinking you know I, I'd probably quite like that because <laughs> I, I fall into the category of I just I love convenience
0: I don't oh, have time for
1: stuff it would make it faster as well yeah. It would make it a lot faster. Because if yeah, if you're yeah. going
0: to be sending stuff, like imagine if like you were sending stuff instead of it like going from a phone to a network cell tower all the way across to someone else's phone to download, which is pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it just went, you're just communicating with your phone to tell the cloud to just go boop, pop it over to that person's cloud, instantly they've got access. Speeds are flying. Mm-hmm. Like phew, that's the way I see five G going in terms of telecommunications companies, but in the sense of like practical like implementations for industries. I mean, it's gonna be like driverless cars. You're gonna have like holographic imaging, and like it's gonna have a plethora of like amazing applications for medicine and for like even agriculture. And Not such. to mention
1: the effect in the economy it's gonna have as well.
0: Oh, unreal! But I mean. Phew, <laughs> It's it's kind of I wonder if it if it comes in so fast if it will have a a, a big negative hit before it has a big positive hit mm-hmm. uh, like if it comes in that quick I mean I I can't really think of any examples I don't know if you can think of any well, examples
1: when 4G came in obviously you had the you had to pay extra for it mm. there was people charging you. it was going to drive inflation I suppose because an extra thing to play for yeah uh,
0: to pay for so. Yeah, that that could be a big negative, even though it's cheaper to run, it will, or it will be cheaper to run four G. And four G was even cheaper than three G. So the fact mm-hmm. you were having to pay for it was just ludicrous behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could possibly possibly play a part. Um, but in, in the sense of will it be negative? Will it not? Hard to tell until it comes out. It's hard to tell. But I mean, you've already got networks like fighting for these things lying in America. You've got um, is is I think Sprint suing an AT and T or is it the other way around? Um, have to double check that, but one of the one of the networks is suing each other because they're basically saying, "and um, 5G e basically 4G advanced LTE, they're labeling it 5G e, but it's not 5G." So the other networks are actually suing them <laughs> because they're saying, "you you said you've got 5G, but you don't." Basically, false advertisement for the yeah, consumers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so things like that, like that, is driving a very negative hit on the industry. So to see how that will go, that'd mm-hmm. be kind of interesting, but. And yeah, you're gonna have then wireless networks or network providers competing directly with things like um, fixed line rental company, like offers like Sky and BT. And um, they're then gonna to have to move to the whole um, wireless network system mm-hmm. more so mainly. Um, which is, I'm pretty sure, you, I'm pretty sure you you, you followed me in on a deal that well, BT th- does.
1: I was gonna say, I think BT will be okay because BT own EE. Uh, see, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. Um, well, there was the the whole campaign last year about make the air fair, uh, and all the the UK networks got you know got together and said you know, and and approached Ofcom and were like this this isn't fair because I can't remember the exact um, shares of the four G spectrum, but I know EE has forty percent of it. Okay, which is why they're ad they advertise is the biggest. 4G network in the UK. That is the statement. That's their, yeah, yeah, you know, their, their yeah. main advert. Kevin Bacon strides on oh, in his God, crazy his costumes, eating a pepper saying EE, 4G, biggest network in the UK, blah, blah. It's um, so shocking. And it's because, <laughs> it's because they've got 40% of the spectrum now. Food lose. The, the, <laughs> the thing that. Um, you're
0: thought, though, eh? You listen thought there. You you were too busy thinking
1: about. Football. I was too busy thinking about um, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon bouncing about the TV, but I swear, wear a tank top on. <laughs> but the whole again, right back on topic, the Make the Airfare Campaign was all the networks abandoned by saying, look, e, yes, you've got this forty percent spectrum, but you only use this percentage of it, and the only reason they own the other percent of it is so that the other networks can have it. Okay, so it was the bastards. Up- Yeah, but the thing is, if they just shared it out to, so if they, you know, they take a percentage of it, shared it out to their networks, then the UK as a whole would benefit. The consumers as a whole would benefit because every consumer, no matter what network they're on, would see a boost in their, their, you know, their their service. Yeah. Um, But they were like, nah, we're going to continue to be better than you, so we're going to keep it. And Um, they're so bloody expensive as well. Yeah.
0: They charge ludicrous prices when you yeah. do not need to. They
1: and the help. thing is, I wouldn't say they're really any better.
0: They're not. They're not better than... So o- o- really o- what I they're mean, doing o- is they're withholding o- resources. O2's coverage and Vodafone's coverage is absolutely fantastic. 3's network speeds absolutely fantastic. Um, if you go into rural areas like up the northwest of Scotland... Um, it's quite difficult quite patchy to get a signal mm-hmm. I think Vodafone is probably the best when you're in those areas I've if, you're heard in, that, yeah. if you're in the Shetlands Vodafone only um, I think if you're in the Orkneys I think o2 is a network the one of the only networks that's on on mm-hmm. those that island um but yeah I mean if it was all shared like you should be able to get every single network provider on every single patch of land mm-hmm. in the UK that's the way it should work
1: yeah because like, the, the biggest the biggest there should thing not be that, a
0: monopoly, with that sort of
1: stuff. Well, the biggest thing that the the whole the whole thing that Ofcom always strive to do is make sure there's enough competition in the UK market. And part of the make the airfare campaign was it was taking away. It was it was limiting competition because if they shared out that unused spectrum, then all the networks would be more competitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. There, there but Ofcom be,
0: can't really step
1: in and say. We force you to sell part of your business? No, no, no. Which is why it never went through. Mm. All right. Um it was more a case of just raising awareness at the fact that there's all these unused cunt. resources. People don't um, like that word, but I'm sorry. But sorry, there's all sorry. these unused resources that everyone could just benefit from. And it was it's purely business that we can't. And I just think that's unfair as a consumer that we can't use these resources. That are there that, to be but used, but that is the whole
0: point of a free market, though. That is the whole point of a free market and capitalism. You should be able to choose. If you if you see EE doing that and you go fuck them, you choose another provider. You go to that other provider. You basically boycott that provider. You drive people away. You use word of mouth. You get people away from that provider. That's what a free market does. And then eventually, E go fuck. We're losing money. We need to sell some of our spectrum to make some money back. To do that, they can. If they put a good spin on it, then they can get good publicity and things like that. But the consumer, like at the end of the day, companies own X, Y, and Z, but the consumer drives the market. Apple, have seen that hit. Obviously, we discussed that in the last episode, uh, or did we? I think we missed that. Actually, did we miss that? <laughs> Maybe we missed that. Actually, ah, oh, don't worry, guys. We'll brief you in. Hopefully, in the next episode, if we can be bothered. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but We're Apple, all professional here, <laughs> But Apple obviously took a hit with their iPhone sales. So consumer decided, no, we're not going to buy a new iPhone because all the iPhones so far are pretty decent. I'm just going to keep this phone. And Apple were basically always, always, always saying, buy this new iPhone, buy this new iPhone, buy this new iPhone. They were technically driving the market and then eventually the consumers just went, fuck no. The free market allowed consumers to choose from OnePlus phones, Huawei phones, because there was more and more and more and more um, items on the
1: market. So you were able to Even just go. I'm not going to buy this a phone. a massive, a massive drive in the UK at the moment. Definitely, definitely. O- I've honestly like, and two years ago I'd never heard of a sim-only plan. Now it's like the thing I have. Everyone's on a sim-only plan.
0: Mm. But it's because like just paying for your airtime. it's all you really need. To be fair, yeah. Um, if I mean if your phone's good enough, just <laughs> chuck us a sim in it, pay ten on a month, boom, see ya, H- have a good day. So I mean it works well. Hopefully, hopefully, that will be the way. Um 5G works. Hopefully airtime becomes so cheap that it could just be a case of buying your devices. That would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Um
1: but 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 Which but, doesn't but. suit everybody. How not I would suit everybody. Just buying your devices. I well, like you buy your devices,
0: devices on contract monthly, to be fair. But then networks would obviously have to make money on charging interest on devices. Do they do that already?
1: Mm, well nah. No, nah, most, most networks are mostly interest-free. they make money on the airtime uh, already. That's currently, currently
0: how it works. But if the airtime is really cheap, 5G was that cheap? Because it will be cheaper, possibly. Don't know. Well, we'll find out, I suppose, because it's, it's, it's due to release. Is it late this
1: year, starting next year? Uh, I think there's a few people striving for summer.
0: Uh, I think the UK government, they say that they're going to focus on... Um, so basically when the 5G network becomes like mainstream in the UK to be used for everyone, all businesses, all consumers, is twenty twenty seven. So I think we've got a long way off before five G yeah. is like total mainstream. But it's coming late this year. This is just year. the hype train yeah. sort of phase. Yeah. I mean the only reason why I'm excited is so I can get better broadband because oh, I, I use four G. That's pretty much what I'm excited for. Mm. Um but yeah. I mean kinda excited, kinda know that first. I mean, I don't feel like I need to get things faster. If that makes sense, I would rather four G networks were better in terms of coverage. Like, what
1: what what I think I will benefit from personally is I do a lot of like music production. Uh, I mean, and and this sort of production and. I do a lot of like cloud storage for backing things up and mm. sharing audio files now. Yeah. Yeah. High quality audio files can be quite big, especially when we're talking about this po- like podcast episodes. It can be like a, an hour long. You're bouncing them to a WAV file, it could be about 700 megabytes. I just wish I could upload things a bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, but you um, want to make cups of teas, don't you? True. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, you, but, you can't have it all, Paul? Yeah, but I can't make a cup of tea for about two hours. I oh, was well, saying that people who never know me know a, as, as that I, I say, can
0: take up to two hours to make a, a cup of tea fucking
1: happy medium I, I'm, never I'm happy really medium. bad for uh, I know we've been talking about tea a lot but I'm really bad for putting the kettle on and then going away and talking about something and I the kettle's well. cold <laughs> and then I'll <laughs> go back and put the kettle on and then someone's like you know, not made my fucking tea yet and I'm like oh I forgot I was making tea while talking about biscuits <laughs> oh biscuits with tea that's a good idea boom <laughs> You know away my tea yet well I've boiled the kettle boil the kettle when did you boil it about oh, 45 fuck, minutes ago oh just get <laughs> all the biscuits we've got no biscuits left and fucking dip in the tea
0: I need to go to Asda to get some mere biscuits for the tea you end up in the kettle and going to Asda come back it's fucking cold boom exactly
1: the job's a good one. your utilities company's like oh, oh, oh I fucking love these guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> electricity boiling Through the roof. kettle
1: <laughs> <laughs> well look at the wattage spiked Five times a oh, day. Oh, I see your smart meter usage just went up. We're just going to increase your uh, monthly payment by £10 per month. Who the fuck talks like that? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so just to recap, um, foldable phones, year or nay? Mm,
1: I think I started off with a year and I was quite excited about it. And you, like I said, totally destroyed that. Did I soul? convince you another way? <laughs> did I so destroy you? Kind of over it, so what's
0: so what's your what's your
1: conclusion on foldable phones? I kind of just want to buy the phone you showed me with the two screens in them. That's it's quite smart, that. eh? It's quite yeah.
0: cheap actually. I'm I'm definitely considering it. So to
1: answer it. your question, don't give a fuck about foldable phones. I just want that one. The <laughs> <laughs> Vivo X <Next. That>
0: is <laughs> a nice piece of kit. Like nice piece of kit. Foldable tablets then? Yeah or me?
1: I think the gaming application would be cool, and I also like the the foldable keyboard.
0: Oh, I like the
1: idea of that because. Oh, um, foldable, one of the things I love my keyboard like built
0: into the or... yeah
1: yeah so you know you like a foldable tablet and the foldable section being the keyboard I like
0: travelling my keys though so if they manage to get a good ergonomic design mm. definitely
1: I, I still think Apple's keyboard is brilliant like on iPads and iPhones I actually one of the things I miss about mm. um, an iPhone is the typing um, because yeah, I've never found it. an Android keyboard that oh, is I as suppose. good as iPhone
0: yeah I suppose actually it's just crap if you can't feel it it's the only thing Mm. I, like, all, I
1: like all those people who like analog keyboards. Uh, yeah, I, like I do keyboard. love an analog keyboard, like clicks.
0: Yeah, and I like trackpads as well.
1: Ah, oh, trackpads are great. Love uh, trackpads. But to be
0: fair, you can buy like a wireless trackpad. You can, indeed So, tablet uh, in year. so foldable tablets. Are you giving that a year? Are you giving that a
1: name? I'll give that a year. What like that a the, year? the prospects of that?
0: What uh, about you? I, uh, I would. I think. I think from like the way like because I had no idea beforehand about thinking about wireless tablets until I started speaking about it and I was just like same fucking soon's glass I kind of want one revelation from today I actually want somebody to make it now I'm actually now disappointed <laughs> that no one's making an affordable tablet
1: um, I really want an affordable tablet so I if you're just as interested as us in affordable tablets um, you'll, none, you'll find the link at the bottom of this episode to our GoFundMe page <laughs> <laughs> so we can make affordable tablet call it the mind the fold Mind, mind the fold. Love it. Oh,
0: oh wait. Does that sound nasty? You nasty. So <laughs> I have no idea. But so, I would say affordable phones, nay, affordable tablets. Give that a ye.
1: Five G, yeah or nay?
0: If my prediction is correct about the amalgamation of broadband and online storage stuff, possibly a nay because it's yeah, kind of scary. Um. However, speeds yeah definitely oh hundred percent hundred percent hundred and ten percent hopefully a thousand percent at faster so I yes. still thinking
1: five Gs exciting I'm gonna go away yeah aye oh it's super exciting
0: super 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 ooh it's five times more exciting than four G I was a shit pun shocking pun five Gs more exciting nah, That's shit and all it's all right mate I'll let you after this one time I fucked up enough all it is six minutes past two in the morning holy shit is it <laughs>
1: what it fucking is there you go so So, I think it's about time to wrap it up there with that indeed I've been Stephen I've been Paul and this has been Mind the Gap